It is 2953 of the Third Age. Erebor has been reclaimed. Saron has fled from Mirkwood into Mordor to begin his pursuit for the One Dream. And the last meeting of the White Council has tasked Gildor and Glorian with assembling a fellowship to stop Umbarian pirates from assembling ancient artifacts from a Second Age prophecy. Join the players of this Adventures of Middle-Earth Dungeons and Dragons campaign as they unravel the mysteries of the prophecy. Welcome to Arda in part one of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Search for Tor Arasia. Alright guys, so let me move you to another map here. We'll do, um... Right. was kind of fitting, right? I killed the Balrog. Yeah, well I told you you are going to be the tank, man. This is that fight. Yeah. That a lot of damage. Nobody cool. died. Except maybe Riken. We don't know what happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Let's go. All right. So, uh, um, so after, now. after the cleanup, um, you know, Gildor would would want to sort of collect the uh, the stone or, or the items rather uh, from you guys. Do you want his bow back? Um, he, he's going to let you keep his bow. Oh, nice! Um, he, he's more con- he's more concerned with the the items from Elos Tyrion. Uh, I don't know, you know if he can have the ballista. <laughs> if he's looking for any of the items, uh, he, he can basically fuck off because I have them. You don't have all the items. I have uh, the horn. I have the ring, and I have the shield. Those aren't none of those are none of them. Just the shield. He wants the, oh, he wants the stone and the. Oh, okay. no, he, I mean, he's really he just wants um, the horn of Thorndor and the Elendil stone. Oh, yeah. I can't have the horn because the horn's <laughs> gone. All right, so let me do some. Uh, so, so you guys give him give him the items back. Uh, I have the horn. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is where Kierden and, and Gildo would sort of drop the bomb. They said, uh, they say, your friend Riken has passed on to um, Tol Arisea, um, and he's not alone. Some of the Umbarian soldiers that were infected with that creature made it to, the, to Tol Arisea as well. Um, he, he says, we, we need to send a party uh, across the, the straight road to, uh, to make sure that they don't... Uh, what, he says, what, what we're really afraid of is we think that Sauron didn't want the Elendil Stone at all. We think that he wanted the, the Master Stone um, and the tow, Tower of Avalone, which is the most powerful of, of the Palantiri. Um, and we're, we're afraid that um, just using his magic, if he gets a hold of that stone, that he'll be able to to bring something back more powerful from the void. Um, Tessero, do you remember what uh, what Gildor whispered to you? Yes. Um, he said uh, he said Dagoreth and Mormagil. Does that does that ring a bell, Marco? Mm. So you, you would know Dagoreth, uh, but he, you think now that you, he's here too, you can, he's kind of like nursing his wounds. Um, you can ask him, and uh, he would say that the dagger Dagoreth. Is the is the battle to end all battles, and it's the the prophesized battle where Turin Turinbar, the Mormagil, would come back and fight alongside the Valar against Morgoth in the battle at the end of days. Wow, that sounds epic. And and they're afraid. There's already rumors that the Mormagil has come back. Um, they're they're afraid that if he gets his hands on this master stone. That just like you brought a Maiar back from the void, <coughs> that he'll be able to actually bring Morgoth back and and do uh, and and begin the dagger Dagoreth. Um, that would be shitty. So he says um, he says we are going to send a party across the straight road to to make sure that those people that went through the portal don't get the Master Stone. And your friend Riken is over there, um, and who knows what he's encountering right now. Um, and uh, he would drop. Do you want to say anything to that before I continue? Pretty much speechless. 
Um, so he he says, and he looks at right at Faradir, and he says, "You think that is a great weapon, but more useful than the blood that it draws is its other ability. Um, it is not just a weapon; it's a compass." Oh, awesome! Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's that? I said Anglin would be BD in this, Paul's deep in this, because this is yeah. kind of... Just, just then I turned into a werewolf. So both of you are going to start noticing some things. So, um, um, so if we do do a part two of this, and you guys want to play the same characters, Tessero, you are... Um, Every day of travel, you have to do a um, you have to do a wisdom save, um, and if you fail it, you'll start losing your dexterity points permanently, like every day. And so, eventually, once your dexterity gets below a certain point, you will be tree bound. Um, it's a very low DC, and um, but but you know, think about you guys were on the road for almost a hundred days on this on this adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's nuts. And Ferdier, um, they're not able to, they say that what you're infected with, they're not able to heal. Perhaps traveling to Tolaris or across the straight road near the Undying Lands would, um, would be able to sort of give you some comfort, uh, but that eventually you will succumb in some fashion unless something can interfere with the transformation. Mm. Um, Same for me. What's that? Is the same for me? No, you're, you're a dwarf. And dwarves and elves don't really... I said this in the chat. I don't know if anybody saw it, but dwarves and elves don't really get disease. Uh, so they're, you you guys took shadow points for being uh, basically having the venom inside of you, but you're not going to transform. So it's only fair, dear. Ooh, that's uh, a bitch. <laughs> so, so again, I don't know what your plans are for your characters. You all have things that you can go do, except Riken. Riken's kind of stuck. <laughs> I'm uh, going to be fighting these guys in, in the Undying Land. I mean, it, it goes over here. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. So, so um, Anglin, um, he, Gildor says, if you don't want to be a part of that party to go um, stop these guys, um, we would love to have you stay on to be the protector of the Elendil Stone at Elastirian. Uh, uh, so you have two options, Anglin. Anglin would ask if they have a library there as well. Of course they do. Yeah, of course they do. He would of be. He would. he would be very keen on that then, because he would want to learn more about it. Christian's thinking, I want to play somebody else next time. Somebody <laughs> that can shoot something. <laughs> uh, okay, so we don't have to decide this right now, but I will leave you with this, and this is what. Um, so anybody that decides to go across the straight road, they're going to give you a ship. Um, and only Kierden's ships can go, can travel the straight road. Um, so whoever's on the ship will see this scene. Um, and they'll also tell you that time is not sort of linear, uh, when you travel across the straight road. So you can show up, um, if you did come back somehow, um, you wouldn't necessarily be in the third age, for example. Um, and so Riken, when you drove through the portal, and those of you that are on the ship, you see this. See here. What that is? The Tower of Avalone and the harbor of uh, of Avalone. There's the and there's the the tower and where the Master Stone resides. You guys are in the are in the harbor eventually. There's no it's sign. Canadian. Of, there's, there's no Avalone. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's Tolkien's take on Avalon. Uh, <laughs> but this is Tolarisea. Beyond it, you see the you see the the mountains of Amon, where cool. the gods live. Nice. And that, my friends, is the end of, <laughs> that's the end of part one. That was a pretty epic battle. Am I going with yeah, Bolin now? Hey, man. Where'd you get that art at? That's cool. 
I did some searching, man. So, so this this is where we would start. Um, what do you guys think? Am I going with Balins, though? I mean, that's, you know, what you do is up to you. Like I said, you're not bound to anything. There's, uh, you know, you wouldn't really change the storyline because his son didn't really exist in the in the main storyline. There could have been someone else with a similar name, you know? Right. <clears throat> that last battle was awesome. I'll go back to yeah, the shower yeah, and smoke pipe weed. So I'm definitely going. <laughs> We're all just going to go smoke pipe weed in this hobbit hole. I mean, I'm I'm definitely going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but Riken, you wouldn't have. Uh, so Josh, I should say, you you don't have to play Riken. You can, you know, <laughs> one of one of the adventures could be going to save Riken. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I hear you. So my character definitely would go because he has nothing to. There's nothing really left for him here. Yeah, and you definitely turn into a werewolf for you too. I would go solely for Riken at this point. Appreciate that. I think Anglin would be torn because he would want to save Riken, but at the same time, that's like his dream gig. What they offered him, yeah. So um, I, he would definitely have some conflict. But uh, <laughs> Tessero, well, I have a question. Just like incapable of going. Tessero, yeah. Well, not necessarily, not yet. I mean, He's you could rebound yet. But. You could survive a really a long time. With, so I'm going to give you a DC of. Uh, well, I won't tell you what it is right now, but um, the DC is very, very low for the save out after. So, like, if, if if you travel for seven days, which is not something that was uncommon here, you'd essentially do seven saves at the beginning of every session. What's the? Um, is it a wisdom save? It's a wisdom save, but you, he would permanently lose dexterity points. Right. What's your What's your wisdom modifier? Uh, it's two. Yeah, I mean, if it's like a low save, man, then you'd have to like crit fail. If it's like low, low, like a three or a five. No, it's not that low, but it's pretty low. Oh, that's, I mean, variance though. Like, it's gonna happen. So. Yeah, well, it, it depends. Yeah, because I mean, dexterity is most important. Right, like, that's the thing. Would, well, the thing I was thinking points. is, would he get cool, like, would he acquire cool... You're in the sort of you're, dru- druidic sort of nature abilities as well, since he's kind of part tree now. You'd be kind of like a dryad in some ways, um, but you you want to be sort of in the area where you want to be tree bound, like when you when you oh. finally when you finally get there. Um, but what what better place to do it than you know next to the gods? Um, so if you decided to go this way, that's cool. If you didn't, you know you'd have a place with goldberry. The other thing is like if we do a second part of this. It was really hard for me to keep going without magic. Yeah. So now that now that we're in Tolaris, say if you wanted to create a different character, we could totally open up the other D and D classes and and probably not races, but uh, definitely classes. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking I kind of want to play a magic guy, but if we can give Tesoro some sort of cool magic abilities, then I'd be fine to stick with them. Well, you, who knows what kind of items you'll find over here, but I mean, Tessero is not going to suddenly develop a like a spellcasting ability, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you could multi-class, theoretically. You could multi-class into a, a wizard or something. A druid. A druid is yeah. like a druid. Well, yeah, uh, yeah like, like a druid sort I, of like... I, I don't really know the classes very well, but like if there is like a druid, yeah, if we can multi-class, then I'll probably end up sticking with Tessero, probably. Okay, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's cool that your characters have baggage now, and that you kind of have to yeah. deal with it. Yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> the tree bound thing's awesome, I think. But did we, yeah, did we, did we get anything off Balrog at all? No, he's just missed, man. He wasn't really a Balrog, really. I mean, the thing that you battled was a was a very lesser Maiar, which is like an angel. Like Sauron is technically a Maiar to Morgoth, 
but he has become, it even says in the Silmarillion that, that he's, he basically has surpassed in some ways um, all the other Maiar. And uh, I feel they give him all kinds of titles, Lord of Lies and all that nonsense. Uh, but, uh, but what you brought back was essentially like a Sauron type thing. What they're, what they're afraid of is that if they get their hands on the Master Stone, something much, much worse. And we know what's out there. Morgoth is out there. Melkor. Gotcha. That was awesome. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose. <laughs>